So we took the test today to find out whether or not you're a trustworthy person. It's based on one item being in your house. Turns out I may not be trustworthy. Turns out no one was surprised by that, Shocker. Also, I have a wedding this Friday. I'm the best man. I was taking calls on, uh, (laughs) should I be adding something to the speech? I thought I thought it was a good idea. Melissa did not think it was a good I idea. I can't think of a worse idea for you to do <laughs> unless you had a video of the story that you were talking about and wanted to play that. But if you missed it, <laughs> check it out. Melissa and Jack On Demand starts right now. In a world where your alarm clock goes off too early. The coffee isn't already made. And you got to make it to work. On time. Only one team of superheroes can wake you up. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. Begin now. Well, good morning, sunshine. Guess what? You made it to Tuesday. Congratulations. Good job, you. You go, you. If you need anything at all, you know our number, 345-1037. We got to talk about the drama that went down on Dancing with the Stars last night. At this point, I don't know if they're going to keep Tyra Banks as the host. I, it's getting no, a little No, I thought she handled it goofy. great. She did, she did good. She did. She did better than Steve Harvey it's did. It's not the first <laughs> time where people have been frustrated with how she's hosting. Uh, we'll get into that coming up in your Hollywood Hot Mess right after Ellie Goulding. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. 1037, play mornings with Melissa and Jack. Leave it to the soap operas to solve the COVID dilemma in Hollywood. Soap operas? Yep, they've figured out a way to continue filming. Wait till you hear what it is. It's so weird. We'll get into that coming up. Hollywood Hot Mess. Mornings with Melissa and Jack on 1037 Play. First, let's talk about what went down last night for Dancing with the Stars. So as you know, this season, Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews uh, left as the host. They were replaced by Tyra Banks, who people are very lukewarm about, by the way. They don't feel like she's very kind. They don't feel like she's very professional for some reason. Last night, didn't go well for her. Anne and Keo and Vernon and Pita are at the bottom two. There's actually been an error. The bottom two couples are Anne and Keo and Monica and Val. This is live TV, right? This is the craziness of live TV. This is live TV. I was reading my cards, but my cards were wrong. So here we go. Yeah, didn't exactly announce the right people leaving the show. She was reading her cards. That's what the cards said. So I know. blame the producers. I do feel bad about that because Jackie and I have hosted events where we've been given the wrong information yeah, or the I wrong person's name. And it's you. so embarrassing. Like, you do. messed it up. It's horrible at this. <laughs> I was the Tyra Banks there. <laughs> but I, I just think it's not overall adding to people. You know, th- I think, you know, with Tyra, all the shows she's done before, though, she's used to being more serious. And this just isn't that kind of show. So maybe she just needs to lighten up or have a drink or something before she starts. Yeah, start drinking. <laughs> before the show. That'll help. That's what I do at our events. I know. All right. So soap operas have figured out the way to avoid COVID while still filming. They had been put on hiatus because they couldn't figure out how do you get people to make out and look like you're hooking up when the pandemic is going on. So here's what they're doing. They have created mannequins of every major character on the soap operas, and people will be making out with mannequin heads. They've already started filming this way, and they feel like you can't tell the difference. One, people are still watching, like, Young and the Restless and Bold and the Beautiful and all yes. that. Like, that's an actual thing? Absolutely. Still, really? For sure, yes. Two, I also keep a mannequin in my house. Uh, <laughs> stands in for me a lot with my wife. <laughs> Hollywood hot mess. Brought to you by Geico. I feel like your wife does notice. She just probably prefers the silence of the mannequin versus you talking all the time. Handsomer too. (laughs) 
Mornings with Melissa and Jack. 1037 Play. Thank you so much for hanging out with us as you're riding in this morning. We appreciate that. So, Melissa, as you know, I'm the best man in a wedding yep. on Friday. I uh, just started working on my best man speech yesterday. Wait, big, what? Big surprise. You know, I like to wait until the last minute. Jack. Uh, you've been to enough weddings. You've seen enough best man speeches. I need to ask you a question about a certain direction I want to go with this speech. The fact uh, that you have questions, you haven't even finished it, and you've got like three days I, left. I have an good. idea. I think it's a really good idea, but I, I, I want your honest opinion. Oh, okay, God. I'm going to give it to you after this song. All right. And I want you to be honest with me. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Well, good morning. You've got 1037 play. Melissa and Jack hanging out with you this morning. So, uh, best man in a wedding this Friday for my best friend, Jay. Now, one year ago, he was my best man, Melissa. You were there, mm-hmm. and uh, he made a, a pretty good speech. Like, everyone was, I thought, pretty impressed. Here's uh, the beginning of it, at least. Okay, most of our stories together should not be retold in front of people's parents <laughs> or just told in front of people in general. And then he went on to tell some stories he probably shouldn't have told. Watching your mom's face was probably my favorite part of the entire speech that Jay did for you. But now it's your turn. And what I, are you doing? So I've just started working on it. Surprise, surprise, even though. I have to be in Raleigh on Thursday and probably Are you ready. Um, so I'm, I'm going to tug at people's heartstrings. I'm going to make it emotional, but I also want to make it funny. Mm-hmm. So in that vein, I want to tell, we have a lot of stories together, but I want to tell this one story that's probably uh, the funniest story. It's called the infamous hot tub story. That's he, what we've always called it. I feel like Jay brought it up at your wedding when he, he was giving it. the speech and he said he was not allowed to talk about the infamous hot tub story. Well, I'm going to talk about it. What is the infamous hot tub story? So we were in a hot tub. It was me, him, some other people. And that night in that hot tub, he became not a stranger to the ways of love. Let's say that. Oh, okay. And I witnessed it. Wait, what? <laughs> and it was a <laughs> it was a funny night. And I, I think I should mention it, or I should allude to it at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I, I mean, I would definitely not mention or allude to it. Jay's entire family is going to be there. Like his mom, his dad, his grandma is going to be there. I think his grandma would enjoy the story. I don't think that she would. (laughs) Also, how about this? His brand new wife is going to be sitting there right next to him. Mm, Her whole family is going to be there. true. Do you think they want to hear about him being deflowered? The infamous hot tub story? Hmm. I don't know. I have a lot to think about, don't I? No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Mornings with Melissa and Jack. 1037 Play Mornings. You got Melissa and Jack hanging out with you. I've got a test for you real quick to find out if you're a trustworthy person. Don't you know if you're trustworthy? No. I know if I'm lying. Well, how do you know if another person is trustworthy? Oh, okay. Here's your clue. When you go to someone's house, look inside. If there are framed pictures in their home, most likely they're a trustworthy person. How does framed pictures signify that? So it's like this psychological thing, right? So basically, when you take the time to print and frame a photo, you're doing that because you care about the people in the photos. You want to see them every day. You love having them around you. You value your relationship with them. That's why you took the time to do it. No frame pictures. You don't really care. You're a but psychopath. If, if yeah, you made the probably. effort to print them out and frame them, you actually care about those people and you are a trustworthy person. That's kind of the test now. So if you're not sure about someone, go in their house and see if they have framed photos. So we do have framed photos everywhere, mm-hmm. um, but that's because my wife did it all. Like if I wasn't married, my place, there would be nothing <laughs> that would be framed, like unless it was a gift or something. And you were clearly untrustworthy before you got married. Or I was just lazy because getting things framed is like a pain in the butt and like I don't want to do it. Right, but again. But yeah, I was also untrustworthy, <laughs> you're right. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. You got Melissa.
Melissa and Jack hanging out with you. Appreciate you waking up with us. So, you know, sometimes the world is a dumpster fire. It can be a, a troubling place at times. <laughs> you can wake up. You can be in a bad mood. You can wonder what you're even doing. And we feel like we're going to try to change that. Yeah, sometimes you just need to think about those moments of joy in yes. our lives. And everybody's got, even if it's a little tiny glimmer, something that's going right for you. So we invite you to share those with I Feel Good, 345-1037. Melissa, why are you feeling good today? I'm feeling good because I got to recharge this past weekend. I went camping. Yep, Woo! I saw that. Our family's that got awesome. a new fifth wheel. We got to take it out for the maiden voyage. It was so good for, I don't know, I'm one of those like weirdos that like you get back into the woods and like, I don't know, it just recharges you. You don't gotta, worry about things anymore. connect with nature, man. I know. See, if you're not one of those people <laughs> though, you make fun of us. But like some of us just, I don't know, you breathe in the outside air and the campfire and it's just, I don't know, it feels good. That is, well, that's a good reason. Still has me good. on a high. How about you? I hit the lottery. I am out of here. I (gasps) hit the lottery. What are you talking about? Okay, it's not as big as I'm claiming. But you know I have a a scratcher hobby, we'll call it. Uh, Jack has a scratcher addiction. Okay, addiction might be the better word. Anyways, I was at uh, a bar on Saturday in New York Deli, and they have scratchers there. And I got a $5 scratcher, no big deal. Won 100 bucks. Boom! So that made me feel pretty good because usually I uh, I'm not winning on the scratchers. <laughs> we want to know. That's wh- a reason to feel good. Uh, yeah, excellent, it is. man. Congrats. It's already spent too. Lunch right. is on deck. Give us today. a call three four five one zero three seven. Why are you feeling good today? It can be big. It can be small. It doesn't matter. You did good. Yeah, I'll take it. You're not. I mean, I already spent it. It's gone. <laughs> Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Wow! I feel good. I feel good with Melissa and Jack on 103.7 Play. Sometimes you need that little bit of good news to remind you that even though some of the world is a dumpster fire with murder hornets flying out of it, there's a lot of good things that happen all the time. We just have to pay attention to them. We are always taking your calls to 345-1037. Feel free to call us anytime. Let us know why you're feeling good. Why are you feeling good today? I feel good because I'm about to be a mom. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, we. this has definitely been a rough road, and we've been having fertility issues and different complications for the past four years, and we just found out that, um, you know, finally pregnant, and I'm two months along, and so I'm feeling good. That is more than just good. That is absolutely spectacular. That's awesome. Congratulations. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. 1037 Play, good morning. Uh, I feel good because I finally met someone and broke my dry spell. Yay! <laughs> it broke his dry spell. <laughs> How long was the dry spell? Longer than I want to admit. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. I, this is a great call. I'm, I'm very happy for you that you were able to uh, get back in there. Was it was it a date that you feel like is going to be more than just breaking of the dry spell? Like this could actually be something. No, and that's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. Three seven play. The following contains strong language and nudity. It's intended only for mature audiences. Listener discretion advised. Melissa and Jack's second date on 1037 Play. Will, what's up? We want to hear about your date. Well, I feel silly even calling into the show, but I mean, we I went on this date. I thought it was awesome. I picked her up. We went and had an awesome dinner. And I don't know. I thought she was cool. I had a good time. I thought she had a good time, but I just haven't heard from her. Like nothing. I called and no response. So you did try to get a hold of her? Yeah, I mean, I called her once, but, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to bug her. I mean, I think it's kind of a clear signal, (laughs) but I just don't know why. You can't think of anything that happened on the first date that would give her reason not to call you back? Not at all, actually. All right. Well, uh, you know how we do here on second date. We're going to call her up. You just stay in the line, stay quiet, and we'll try to uh, determine what happened, what went wrong. (laughs) All right. 
Hello. Hi, is Tabitha there, please? This is Tabitha. Hi, Tabitha. My name is Melissa. How are you doing this morning? Um, I'm good. You know my friend Will, and you guys went on a date a few weeks ago? Yeah, I know Will. Is, is he okay? Uh, what's yeah. going on? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fine. I'm actually calling on his behalf because... He wanted to go on a second date with you and doesn't seem to be able to get a hold of you. And I was calling as his friend to find out if everything was okay. Oh, God. Um, Come on, I'm just trying to help my friend out. It's kind of a disaster date. I mean, he's a good guy and all, but basically he just, he told me we were going on a nice date and I got all dressed up, hair did, nails did, everything. And he picks me up in like this month motorcycle. This thing is huge. I put a helmet on and my hair is all messed up. We're riding down Cary Street and my ass is totally hanging out and I'm like why did I ever agree to this? Tabitha, did he warn you ahead of time that he was picking you up on a motorcycle? No, he did not. I was in a skirt. Yeah. He wears a leather jacket. Like We're like, we're going to a nice restaurant and like, I know I probably sound really bitchy, but it's just... It does. It was a $600 leather jacket, Tabitha. Are you serious? Hello. Is that Will? Yes, it actually is. And Tabitha, you're on second date on 1037 Play. Will has been listening in this entire time. Oh, hi, Will. Are you serious? <laughs> this is why you're not returning my call? I mean, I, I get it. Like, yeah, maybe I should have told you. I should have told you. But you know what? Most girls think it's cool. Most girls are like, oh, sweet. This is a surprise. I'm up for an adventure because I'm cool. That's the sole reason I'm not getting a second date. Yeah. insane. I just, you should have told me. Like, a short text. Like, hey, um, I'm going to be picking you up in a motorcycle. Is that your only form of transportation? No, of course not. I did it because it's interesting and charming, and I doubt that a dude has ever picked you up on a bike and then taken you to a nice restaurant. I was doing it to try to be different. Will, as a former rider, I will say that for girls, like, we definitely have a different outfit. Like, first of all, if we're sitting on the back of a bike, you don't want to be wearing an outfit where, like, your butt's totally hanging out and everyone can see you behind, like, through the sissy bar. Pretty superficial for that to be the whole reason why I'm not getting yeah, a second that is, Am I wrong? That's extremely superficial. Like, okay, wow, he made a little mistake, but one how badass does he look rolling up in that motorcycle? I'm surprised freaking Tabitha's pants just didn't explode right there. Because my <laughs> exactly. pants are exploding just thinking about it. Wait, what? Just kidding. She does not want to go on a first date where she's trying to impress someone and have helmet hair that's all completely windblown. You get off the bike, she's probably got mascara all straight down her face. I mean, how do you feel confident going on a first date when you look like that? Is that just, enough of a reason to not give him a second date? No, it's not enough felt, of a reason. That's what he's saying. Well, frustrating to hear that that's the whole reason that I wasn't going to give a second date. Sounds kind of uh, like she's a stuck up, hey. you know what, to me. But you know what, Will? she wasn't, though. She didn't seem like it. I wouldn't have even guessed that that was the problem. So, Well, maybe we can work things out. Can 1037 Play send you guys on a second date together? Uh, I would be down to go if he picks me up in something other than this monster thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. Well, what do you say? Totally. I will notify you in advance should I ever choose to uh, bring my bike again. Good choice, Tabitha. Biker guys are usually super sexy. Plus, the way that thing's vibrating, that's something to look forward to in the future. That was my idea. (laughs) (laughs) 1037 Play. Mornings with Melissa and Jack. You're a second.